You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's have a look at a set of results from a JSE-listed company. The company is the Spa Group Limited, and these are their interim results. And that's, of course, for the six months ended 31st of March. Uh, Group turnover was up 10.1% over the period. Operating profit was down 3.4%. Normalised diluted headline earnings per share down 13.4%. But there's a caveat there because excluding Poland, and we'll come to that in a moment, normalised diluted headline earnings per share were up 8.5%. An interim dividend per share of 200 cents was declared. And during the period, a net new number of stores of 322 were opened. With me now is Graham O'Connor, the CEO of the Spa Group. Very gratifying to see see that you maintained your dividend because one of your competitors did the opposite last week and the market didn't like it very much. Well, I just felt that, or we all felt that, that we needed to pay a dividend. And although we were conservative with the dividend, we reduced our cover on the dividend. Yes. And we thought that was the right thing to do. Um, our cash flows um, are well controlled. Our business has been operating fortunately during the COVID period and um, operating well albeit not to 100%, but we were very pleased that we were able to operate at all because there are plenty of businesses that haven't been operating and that makes life very difficult. Yes, it does make it very difficult. We'll come to COVID-19 later on, but let's, let's be methodical here, or let me be methodical, Graham, and go through the various divisions. If we start at home, Spa Southern Africa, contributed growth in wholesale turnover of 7.8%, despite, of course, the challenging start to the reporting period and against internally measured food inflation of 4.1%. Uh, within that um, Spa Southern Africa, the Topps liquor brand was there, and this is probably the first time I've seen it uh, put in a relatively disappointing performance. Well, on the wholesale side, yes. But on the retail side, still strong mm. at 10.6%. So that was strong on, on that side. And basically what happened um, on the wholesale side is that we lost some loyalty, firstly. Secondly, um, we moved some beer from drop shipment to direct and uh, breweries buying some of the Smirnoff brands. So mm. that was the impact of it, the differential. Okay. So, and I- in fact, the result was actually good at the retail level. Very good. What about uh, the normal groceries in Southern Africa? How did they perform? Good. I mean, our grocery business, well, all around it was actually really good. With those numbers at 7.8% and 4.1% inflation, um, obviously we were pleased with the results. And it was really strong considering the slow start we'd had to the, to the half year. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, Build it. Uh, that's been a very, very weak sector uh, because of the state of the economy. I don't think people are going out and, and really spending a, a lot of money. I mean, groceries is one thing, but um, renovations is another one completely. Very much so. I mean, it was very disappointing. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. It was actually, they performed well in a weak sector. Um, it's disappointing from an overall economy point of view. That's really where, where it sits. Yeah, and just to have a look at the stores, Store Network grew to a very impressive 2,402 shops, 53 net new stores opening across all the formats. Okay, and you upgraded 163 as well. How's Ireland doing, uh, Graham? Yeah, Ireland's doing well. They, they had a good performance for the six months. Um, they acquired an, another business, Henny Meats, which is in the food service industry. But that hurt us because um, with the closure of all the restaurants and, and pubs in Ireland, yeah. that, that sector's taken a bit of a hit. So um, despite all those closures, they, they had a solid result for the six months. And moving forward into April, they've had a, had a good start for April despite food service struggling. Ironically, we've, we've benefited, like we have here in South Africa, 
with the uh, convenient nature of our stores. In an island, um, although our Dublin stores have struggled because there are no people there, our neighborhood and our, and our country stores have performed really strongly, especially Eurospar. Switzerland, uh, I think it was two sets of results ago, maybe a year and a half, uh, you were very disappointed and you took action there and that action seems to have worked. Describe it, please. Well, we certainly put a lot of the controls in place, got our gross profit under control because that was fundamental. We've got a lot of store upgrades to try and improve our, our um, sales in the stores. That's helped. But what really helped towards the end with COVID closing up the, the borders, that helped the stores because there's no cross-border shopping. Obviously, what we need, now need to do is make sure we keep a lot of those shoppers. Good. Now, this is the interesting one because I referenced uh, Poland in my introduction and how it had affected your financial results. You say here that the spa license for Poland has been officially transferred to the group and this allows 157 existing spa retailers to join the new business. Now, you say that um, notwithstanding its challenges, the business in Poland has made good progress in the first half. It's almost like Switzerland. You seem to fancy yourself as a bit of a turnaround specialist, Graham, or your team as turnaround specialists. <laughs> no. There are two different things, Lindsay. In terms of what's happened in Poland, it was just irritating that the deal we had with the license holder in Poland, um, he was he reneged on the, the arrangement and then took us to court, so delayed the whole transfer of the process. So right. That really hurt us. So that's why the results were worse than we anticipated because effectively we only had the license transferred in February of 2020 we were meant to start delivering to the spa stores in March, um, and that wasn't possible because of COVID. And now we've started delivering in, in April, and uh, that rollout should be better. So um, that, that's really where we are in Poland. I'm, I'm obviously very confident going forward in about Poland. We'll do very well there in due course. Okay, we have to get on to COVID-19 now. It's, yes. it's, it's difficult. These results are to the end of March, but I think April was probably the month which was most impactful negatively for you. Yes, because more because of the closures yeah. um, of certain sectors. So tops hurt us, builders hurt us, um, hot foods hurt us, and cigarettes hurt us. So that's about 25% of our business. Okay. Mm. But despite that, we still, we were only down... Uh, between 12 and 14 percent for the month of April. So we did remarkably well considering that. Um, the fact that Builders is now open, that boosts us for May, and we're hoping that in the next week or 10 days we get the other sectors of our business open. I think a lot of people are hoping that Tops opens quite soon. Um, what, about, what, about, <laughs> what about the distribution of your, your stores? Because of the restrictions of travel and everything, has it played into your hands that you're sort of a, not a local corner shop style, but some of your stores are, are strategically located where you know, people can walk to them rather than drive to them? Or am I, am I missing the point here? No, you bang on, the, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what's happened. It's worked uh, heavily in our favour because we are more convinced. We've got very few stores in malls, and those stores that are in malls have been hurt, and we've reaped the benefits of people shopping closer to home. So it's certainly helped us uh, through the period um, in, in, in April and certainly carrying on into May. 
I've just seen a cartoon, Graham, and this leads me to my last question. There's two bulls uh, standing in a field, and one says to the other, the worst is behind us, and the other one says, yes, and it's coming up fast. So many people are saying that the, wor <laughs> the worst is behind us, but on the other hand, some people are saying, just be careful. What, what is your attitude towards this with reference to Spa, of course? Well, no, I think that for Spa, we'll, we'll be in a better place. Um, obviously, the concern is the economy and job losses, and you know, opening up of businesses is key. That needs to happen. Of course, uh, social distancing is fundamental, and making sure that the hygiene protocols are in place is crucial. And we've we've done really well in that space in our stores, protecting our staff and protecting consumers. Very good. So relatively optimistic. Good to see Build It uh, opening up and a couple of others as well, hopefully in the very near future. And that April performance of 12, 14%, whatever it was, will be a distant memory quite soon. Graham O'Connor, thank you very much for your time this morning. Graham is the CEO of thank Spa, you. whose interim results were released earlier today. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.